Um, hey guys, Danny here. I got to the studio a minute or so early just to get things ready for the show. This isn't the show yet. In case you're listening, we're going to wait till Keith and Hemden and Libby get here. But I'm, uh, I just got here a little early. Thought I'd fire up the mics. Um, thought I'd get a little warming up in, you know, a little... And that is a classic Broadway vocal warm-up technique that I learned from Mandy Patinkin while watching The Princess Bride. You... Uh, casual fans won't notice this, but true fans of The Princess Bride will, of course, remember how in many scenes, if you listen and look really hard, you can see Mandy Patinkin going, and so on and so forth. And that the reason he did that is because it made his voice all good and stuff for sounding. So that is cool. Uh, I think I'm all good there. Just waiting on my bros to show up so we can start the show. I'm really excited. This is going to be a really good, fun, packed week. Good packed show. Nice to get the morning zoo crew all back together. Uh, they should be here any minute now. I think they're all coming together. Um, just like the Beatles song. They're all coming together. My favorite Beatles song. Um, yeah, how have you guys been? Been a good week? Good, 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 good. Again, just uh, if you're just tuning in now to the show, if it isn't live, I'm just... Uh, just just killing a little time in the studio, getting warmed up. Keith, Hemda, and Libby are just about to get here, I'm pretty sure, to do my show. Haven't heard from them, from any of them, but they are notoriously bad at responding to my texts in particular, so I'm sure that means nothing. Um, yeah, I feel good. I feel really good about the show. I really feel like um, we've had a lot of weird shows lately, and I think it's going to be really good to get one where it's the core, the, the Fab Four, if you will. No, you know, not the Fab Four of it saying they're coming together, but this Fab Four, the Morning Zoo crew. It'll be nice to get them back, us back all together under the same roof for another hour of hijinks and hilarity and another H word. Um, and where are they? They should be here. Any? Let me check my phone. I know it's so unprofessional, but this isn't even the show. So, nope, no messages from any of them. Um, they're officially late now, which has never, ever happened in the history of the show's recording, and it's really starting to make me a little nervous. Um, I don't know what to do beyond um, power through it. I'm getting more and more upset as this goes on. This is deeply unprofessional. It is candor that I would not expect out of any of them. And it's really making me rethink my whole relationship with the Keith and the girl family. And if I'm even a member of that family anymore, because this is so insulting at this point, they hang on. God damn it. They're two minutes late at this point. Two minutes ago, we were supposed to have, we were, we're supposed to be two minutes into the show right now, by now. And I don't know if you can hear the panic in my voice is starting to well, I'm getting really, Nervous, just got to do some breathing exercises, which I learned from Robin Wright in House of Cards. She, she, her character, uh, known as the First Lady of the Presidency and of America, um, if you look really closely, you can see her often just going like, and just to sort of calm her down, center everything in her body, get her ready to deliver another killer scene with Kevin Spacey. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just gonna. Oh, okay, Danny, you got this. It's gonna be fine. They're gonna show up any minute. Everything's gonna be good. 
it's just gonna be another normal show and you're gonna love it and you're gonna be so happy at the end and i know you're stressed now but i promise this is all gonna go away as soon as they walk in that door as soon as they walk in that door all right well now i'm getting real pissed to be honest i scheduled a record sesh with keith hemden libby uh I guess it seems as if none of them respect me or my show enough to show up for the recording. Uh, it's all, you know, oh, it's just Danny's show. It's just Danny's show. Who cares? We'll blow this one off. Well, I didn't get that memo. I didn't know it was senior skip day today. Uh, we said, I mean, what the fuck, you guys? I mean, Jesus Christ. I know this is unprofessional but to be doing on mic, but... I mean, this hopefully isn't going to be in any of the file that you hear. This is, you know, they're going to show up any minute. They're going to show up any minute. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And here they come. Fuck. What the fuck? I mean, are you serious? Like, oh, no one cares about my feelings, apparently. No one cares, you know. No one seems to give half of a fuck how I'm doing during this trying time. What with Hemda's tumor and everything. Oh, right. They're all at the hospital. And, uh, shit. Shit, shit, shit. Okay. Now I feel a little bad because I do remember now we canceled, we postponed this record to go meet up with Hemda at the hospital as she recovers from her uh, thymoma surgery. And I've forgotten. I'm not at the hospital. I'm here at the studio. Um, cause I thought we were going to record an episode of my show and they're all at the hospital because they thought that they knew that they were going to go visit Hemda. And of course, Hemda's at the hospital because that's where she lives now. So, Ooh, this is not good. This is not good. This is, this is pretty bad. I'm starting to feel like a real jackass right about now. Um, I mean, the smart thing to do, I guess, would just to be to turn off a recording and turn off the cameras and just delete the file and no one will ever hear this and no one besides Maricela will ever know uh, the way I badmouthed my, you know, my, my family and bosses and coworker. But that's not how I play it. The show must go on and gosh darn it, I've, I'm, I've already got everything set up. I'm already sitting here. I mean, I mean, now I just look around at the chairs that are turned away from me like it's a sign. Um feeling really bad but that's fine i'm just gonna go ahead with the show as scheduled got some good stuff um i have you know i did not prep for a solo show i i really only prepped for a regular show with the morning zoo crew where they would be responding to me and having conversations with me and generally adding to what i have to say and even letting me add to what they have to say but that's not going to happen today um so i guess we'll just see what happens um Ooh, this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. Okay. I can do this. I'm Danny Goshdarn Hatch, of course. Um, King of the Castle. Okay. Well, first things first, someone's got to sing the theme music, and I guess it's going to be me. So let me get ready for that. Let me do a vocal warm-up exercise popularized by Carrie Ewes and Saw. And it just goes like, la, 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 Okay, think I'm ready. Think I've got the chords all nice and toasty, all warmed up, and I guess we're ready to go. So three, 
two, one. That's the show with Danny. Oh, right. Ladies and gentlemen. And then I guess I'll pause like he did. Or does. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he's, Here's what he will do. Is Keith, who's not here today, of course. Will, he will say, ladies and gentlemen. And then he'll pause. And sometimes it'll be a real long pause. Like 10 to 15 seconds on end. Just making me sweat. Just staring at me. And then when he gets me good and used to that, after he does that for a couple of weeks, he'll switch it up and go, ladies and gentlemen, Danny Hatch. Hello. Welcome to... That's the show with Danny. I'm your host, Danny Hatch. Thank you for that wonderful intro, Keith. Um, and for the theme music, Hemda. Um, wow, what a show today. What an exciting show. What a packed show. Got a lot of really fun stuff. I feel like we're going to have some really good conversations with each other about the fun stuff I have for the show. Um, so Libby's here, of course, uh, as always. Got the Morning Zoo crew all here together under the same roof. And doesn't this feel good, everyone? Doesn't it feel good? It feels good to me. So I'm sure we'll get you guys all nice and warmed up uh, once the show starts. Uh, and let me, by the way, if you want some warm-up techniques, I know a few. So hit me up after the show. Um, I guess we'll just, uh, you know, we'll just move. We'll just keep this puppy rolling since uh, we already started. It, and let's go right into uh, the monologue. Now, the monologue for first-time listeners. Uh, welcome to the show, by the way. Thank you for choosing this as your first experience as your first little dive into the deep beautiful pools of the Vetsa show with Danny Universe. Thank you for joining us. So what the monologue is, is it's where I will. Uh, it's a riff on the late night monologue, but of course it's the dialogue because everyone here in the room loves to talk back and that's what I love. I love encouraging it. I love when everyone talks. I think it's good. Um, so what the monologue is, is I just kind of read um, don't even deliver, but just read some of the tweets or jokes that I wrote over the week that I thought might be funny. So, of course, to start the monologue, we'll have the ceremonial drinking of the liquid, uh, which today is the tangerine flavor of Red Bull, which tastes like ass, but I already bought it. So, bottoms up, cheers, happy monologue, everyone, and pause for me to drink. <sighs> okay, thank you for filling that silence, Keith at Hemden and Libby. Your professionals as always. All right, let's start the monologue. Hey, how about don't take me to church? You know what I mean? Why does that guy want to go to church so bad? Church sucks. So that's what I have to say about that. Um, let's see what else here. Hey, did you hear the news? Big news. Um, once again, congrats are in order to Donald Trump. Uh, once again, he topped the 4chan 500 list, which is very exciting. Did not make the Fortune 500 list, but he did make the 4chan 500 list because everyone on that website likes him, is what I've been led to believe by the media. So that's one. Hey, speaking of Donald Trump, how about this guy's uh, a little gassy? Sorry, I think it's the Tangerine Red Bull. How about this guy's uh, tax return thing, huh? That the New York Times released from 1995 or whatever. Wowie, wowie, he this guy. Let me tell you about this guy. If you haven't heard the news yet. This guy, Mr. Moneymaker himself, he lost himself $916 million in one year. I mean, Jesus Christ, I will never even see as much money as Donald Trump has lost. You know what I mean, ladies and gentlemen? And I hear he topped the 4chan 500 list, and that is a callback. So that makes that joke good. Uh, what else is in the news? Movies. I love movies. Who here has been to a movie? That's good. Um, you know, there's. Uh, I like uh, smarter 
kind of movie. I'm not just one of these uh, superhero blow up big boy action movie idiots. Um, I like a, I like a thinking man's film. I like you know sharp witty writing and good characters and you know the other stuff that goes with that. That are cinematography. I hear is a big one, and I like movies with cinematography. Um, but one smart kind of movie guy that I don't really get is a little fella named Aaron Sorkin. And this guy has a style. Everyone is just talking and talking and talking. Beats so clever. Jesus Christ, I'm gassy. This is whatever the opposite of an endorsement is. This is what that is for the tangerine flavored Red Bull. Oh, that's disgusting. Um, but yeah, Aaron Sorkin. He loves movies where everyone's so smart. I've never met a person as smart as an Aaron Sorkin character. And they just talk and talk and talk. And they walk and walk and walk. I mean, Jesus Christ. Let's just start calling Aaron Sorkin movies walkie-talkies. You know what I mean? Because um, people walk a lot. And it's not, uh, you know, they call when it back when we had silent movies, uh, we learned from The Artist, the Oscar-winning movie, The Artist. Um, they started calling the not silent movies talkies back then. And if there's one thing an Aaron Sorkin movie isn't, it's silent. So, and also a walkie-talkie is a thing you can use to talk to your buddy and stuff. Maybe while you're walking around with another buddy. So, that's why I propose we call Aaron Sorkin movies walkie-talkies. Let's see what else here. Hey, everyone is all about <clears throat> rebranding these days. It's you know rebrand this, rebrand that, rebrand the next thing. I mean, Jesus Christ, I. One of these days is going to wake up and they've rebranded lobotomies with the hot new slogan, stick a fork in you, you're dumb. You know what I mean? I think this rebranding thing has just gone far enough. Do you guys agree? Yeah, I think they agree. They were, they must agree. Everyone thinks rebranding's gone too far. Um, what else? Oh, my personal life. That's a good thing to throw in the joke sesh. My personal life. I have a personal life. Thank you. Thank you. Pause for applause. And I also have a girlfriend and my girlfriend and I have been wanting to get married for some time, but there's one little rub. We've our dream wedding, both of our dream weddings. That's how we met. We met in a dream at each other's wedding. We were both the Dustin Hoffman character in each other's dreams from The Graduate. Uh, our dream wedding is in a bar. We would love to get married in a bar. There's nothing on this beautiful blue marble we call Earth that would make us happier than getting married in a bar. But I got to tell you guys, it has been really hard to book a rabbi, a priest, and a minister for the same night. You know what I mean? It's like I can't get them to show up together. Um, so that's why marriage is hard for me personally, because I can't make it happen yet because of the, the things I just said. So that's the monologue. Um, what, really... Um, <sighs> This is tough. It is tougher than I thought. It's tougher than I thought it would be. Um, and compounded with how tough it is, is I really feel pretty rotten for not being at the hospital right now visiting Hemda when uh, everyone else went to visit Hemda at the hospital. Um, and I'm not. I'm here. So that is also making it harder to concentrate. But you know what? I have a backup plan. I have. I, 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 I installed a lifeline. A few months ago, I, I, inst I, you know, I figured one of these days they're going to fuck me. They're going to not show up and they're going to leave me on my own and I'm going to be floundering like I am right now. I'm going to be panicking. I'm not going to know what I'm fucking doing. It's going to be a nightmare. So what I did a few months ago when I first had this realization that they would do this to me is I, um, I, installed, I installed a little lifeline for me. I, I put in some lifelines and I think it's going to help calm me down. Um, so let me just go set those up real quick.
Okay, hey, now it's feeling, hey, how about that? Now we feel like it's the old days, huh? Got some of that, got some of that good morning zoo crew vibe going now. We've got Libby here, we've got Keith, we've got Hamda, we've got them all here and I'm feeling better already. Now I'd like to introduce my guests. Um, we have in the studio, of course, we've got Hemda, um, who's uh, right there. Hemda's here. Uh, we've got Libby, of course. Libby is great. She's wonderful. Um, you might know her as the guest host of Keith and the Girl while Hemda is in the hospital, but we don't have to draw on that. And of course, we've got Keith, the man with the plan, the golden boy. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for coming to my show again on time as scheduled. Um, Libby, of course, is half deaf. And that is usually, uh, we can usually get a couple minutes out of that each time. So it's good to rely on that. Um, of course, we can't today. I'm just now realizing this is tough to get used to. Uh, because when I turned the chairs around, I really for a second thought that, I, that this was just a bad dream and everything was back to normal. And I just blacked out for a second and that it was a normal show. But unfortunately, the bad dream is the reality. And it's not a normal show. And they're not in the room. Um, the, the lifeline is not helping as much as I thought it would be. For our listeners who are not Video Ultimate subscribers, um, I taped pictures of Keith, Hemda, and Libby to their chairs in a, in a really misguided attempt to uh, center me, and it's not working. In fact, it's kind of creepy just looking around. They're not, they just don't, whatever you say, they just don't react. Like I could say, um, I don't know, Keith, you're a big fat stupid. And, and he's just sitting there with his shirt off, just... Not he doesn't even look at me. Uh, or I could say, hey, Hemda, um, nice hair, asshole. And then, you know, usually she'd say something, you know, witty and fun. Um, but she's not now. She's she's just standing there. Not even standing. <laughs> she's just ta- she's just the ha- half of her torso taped to. Yeah, you guys. Hey, um, well, you guys all sick. You're all black and white today. Where's your color? Huh? Nope, nothing. I really thought that one would get them. Um, okay, this is tough. This is tough. This is tough, but that's fine. We're already somewhat of the way down through the sheet, so that can only be good. Um, we we can we'll we'll keep. Okay, um, that's fine. You know, I need I need someone to play off of. I'm not a man who can only just talk to himself in a room for an hour. That's not one of my strong suits. I, I don't even know if it's anyone's except for the truly insane person, which I might be, but we don't know that yet. Um, I need someone. Okay, so that's fine. I installed a second lifeline. Uh, I'm not going to call phone a friend or ask the audience or eliminate half of the answers because this is not a TV show. This is my life. Uh, my lifelines are different. God damn. I'm so gassy. <coughs> oh, my God. That. Oh, uh, you know. And moments like these, it almost makes me relieved I'm the only one in the room because I'm frankly embarrassed to look at myself. I'm going to take a sip of water and just think about um, how my life is going, I guess. So while I'm doing this, uh, think of your favorite song and play it in your head for a few seconds. Uh, Okay. And that is just... mm. Oh, and that has just made the gassiness even worse. I'm not, my body's not re- reacting well to liquids right now, which is fine. I don't have to have any more. If that's the way it's going to be liquids, that's the way it's going to be. That's the way the liquid crumbles. Um, 
So yeah, so what I did was, in addition to the Lifeline, where I taped um, Keith Hemda and Libby's uh, pictures to the chairs they usually sit in, um, I also brought a few characters of my own to you know play off of and interact with and make you know make this not such a one-sided ordeal for me and for everyone in the room. So let me go get uh, my first friend. I think you're gonna like him a lot. He is uh, Brock Turner's swimming coach. Brock Turner's swimming coach. So let me go get him. I, I mean, I really I because normally when I visit Danny, by the way. Normally, when I go out to get my guests, uh, one of, you know, whoever's on with me can sort of vamp, as they say in the biz, while I'm out of the room getting the guests. But boy, when there's no one here, there's no one to vamp while I'm out of the room getting the guests. So I guess, you know, that thing you did a few seconds ago where you thought of your favorite song and played it in your head for a few seconds, do that again. Play it in your head for a few seconds longer. All right, see you in a second. But not me, it'll be my friend, and I'll be talking to him, so I will see you in a second. All right, just play the song and play. So the megaphone's harder than it looks, so Brock Turner's swimming coach is not going to have his megaphone, and let's meet him right now. Yeah, I didn't tell this. Hi, my name is uh, Randy Orton, Jr., the third, and I had nothing to do. I didn't teach him to do that. I'm just trying to coach my boys. I'm having a bad day. My uh, megaphone isn't working, and so it's hard for them to hear me in the water. I really don't want to take any more questions. I, I don't want to talk about Brock. Brock is no longer on the team. Brock is no longer affiliated with this university, um, and we wish him well. We don't wish him well. We do not wish him well. Uh, we wish most people well because we're polite, but Brock Turner is the one person who we do not miss, uh, wish well. So that, that is all the questions I'm taking. Thank you. Um, wait, wait a minute. Hey, Brock Turner, swimming coach. Nope, no questions. Thank you. Have a good day. Uh, be sure to do your vitamins and stuff. Okay, so Brock Turner, swimming coach. First character that I brought in, not uh, really as tough to interact with as the other people who aren't in the room. So that was kind of a dud and his megaphone wasn't working, which is a shame. And how is he going to, how, how are the, how are the swimmers in the water going to hear him? Um, <clears throat> if he's not using a megaphone, but that's fine. I got backups on backups on backups, babies. If one thing doesn't work, I've got another uh, rabbit up my, in my hat to um, pull out and play with. So let me go get the second character who will be a much quicker person to go get from the kitchen. I'm sure. Um, this is Donald Trump's micro penis, Donald Trump's micro penis. Let me go get him. This is still Danny, by the way, do the song thing in your head, but really only do it for like a second this time. Cause it's not going to take that long. And you, you might even miss the beginning of uh, what comes next on the show. So be sure, just play your the, the one to one and a half seconds of that song that really gets you going. And then turn it off and turn the song back. So, okay, one second. Help me, I'm so little. Okay, bye. Okay, so Donald Trump's micropenis, also not the most uh, two-sided guest, really sort of a one-note, one-and-done, see-you-later kind of guy. Um... And that is, I have depleted my backups on backups on backups. It's, it, once again, it's just me. So I guess we'll have to make do with that. And that's fine. Let's just move, let's, we're done introducing our guests. We don't have to do that anymore because there's more on the paper. Let's just move right into bro time. Um, 
had a fun week. Uh, you know, um, saw, hung, hung out with some friends. Um, I went to Xerxes' place. Uh, we got really high and went to a diner at like 3 a.m. And then I, we were the only ones in the diner. It was very funny. And then I ordered way too much food because everything's... Here's here's a here's an untapped vein for comedy, but I'm kind of surprised no one has really touched yet. Maybe because it's still kind of controversial. Um, but stone people really like to eat stuff, and all food sounds good to them. And if you put a stone person in a diner with a lot of the pages of all the food, he or she might get overwhelmed and just order like three things and not finish any of them. Well, finish the French onion soup, he or she might, hypothetically, but... But Disco Fries and the Rubin, he or she probably couldn't finish because it's a lot of food. But it was really fun. We, excuse me, we were, it was empty diner. God damn it. There's that Rubin. I just tasted it. Mmm. Mm-mm. We, yeah, it was fun. I, I get really self-conscious um, around other diners or other people in general. Like, I don't want to... Uh, inconvenience people. I don't like being loud in public. I, I want, I like keeping a low profile when there's other people around because I'm, I, I just have a disease where I want to please everyone, but there was no one in this diner. It was just Xerxes and me and you know, the people who worked there, it, you know, 24 hour diner. We weren't keeping people there. Um, and it was so fun. We were just fucking goofy and loud and laughing and I really enjoyed it. And that was nice. And then uh, later this same weekend, it was our friend Emmy's birthday. Emmy, you might know from the Keith and the girl universe, um she's been around i don't have to explain her her role or anything you if you know emmy great if you don't know emmy it's easy easy enough to find out who she is and you know in terms of this uh but she celebrated a birthday that's a freebie i'll give you if you don't know emmy now you know one thing about her she celebrated a birthday and to celebrate that birthday she got a bunch of friends myself included over to hemda and hennessy's house uh hemda who is not here in hennessy her husband um to watch season four of Degrassi, which is fucking intense, man. I, my sisters were big Degrassi fans growing up one summer. And I remember when they started watching it, I resisted for a long time. I was about 17 years old and I, I was like, this is stupid. Degrassi's dumb. You guys just watching a soap opera. Let me go back to RuneScape or whatever. No, it wasn't RuneScape. RuneScape ended by like 14 when someone scammed my account and I lost all my weapons and gold. I was probably like reading music reviews or something. But the point is, I didn't like Degrassi until one day I sat down and I watched an episode of Degrassi and holy shit, man, Degrassi is intense. Like Degrassi is one of the, it's, it's ironic that so much of Degrassi is about drugs and the harm they cause because Degrassi is one of the most addictive things I've ever encountered in my life. It is, it, 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 it's, ugh. I don't even know what to say about Degrassi if it's not. It's just intense. I mean, you know, I, I didn't know Canada was that crazy. These kids at the, go to a transfer schools, you guys. Degrassi High is haunted or something. There's all this bad juju there. There's school shootings. There's bullying. There's domestic abuse. There's smoking and drinking sex and it's just like there's right there's i mean the first two episodes of the season this girl this poor girl is like reliving her rape in court and she loses her she watches a rapist walk and i i get it that that happens a lot in life and that's despicable but it was intense to watch it on the show and maybe that's my male privilege 
that even seeing that was just so intense for me. And I don't, that's not a thing I have to contend with in real life. So maybe I should just count my blessings that it's something that I only have to uh, deal with from the comfort of someone else's couch while watching Degrassi. So Degrassi thumbs up, give it a big A plus for Degrassi or whatever. I give it an EH plus because that's how they say A in Canada. All right. And we've got everyone back on track. I could feel we were losing some people, but that sweet joke really clinched it for me. Um, let's see what else we got here. Just checking right along plugs. We got plugs. Oh, I've got plugs on plugs on plugs. Um, I'm on Twitter at Danny Hatch. Um, I'm also, if you enjoyed this show and God bless you, if you did, and you want to hear more of me, which again, God bless you. If you do, I'm on some other shows on this very network. Um, you can catch me on full frontal low with Dr. Rosa. Uh, the pilot episode of which is out now and more will be out soon. You can hear me on Wrap It Up with Libby, which is a weekly show, a weekly recap show, which I am not the co-host of, even though I've been on every episode. Gratuitous with Nick Turner. Uh, we just recorded the very last episode, and it's a real fun one. We had Anthony DeVito and Greg Stone on, and Nick called me his producer, and that was very nice. Uh, hang out with me with Mike Kaplan. I'm on a lot of a super hang. I'm on all of the super hangs, and I'm on a pretty fair amount of the regular hangs as well, so you can check that out. So if you like me, you might like me when I'm talking to other people and not just looking at pic printing out pictures of the people who should be here, but who I actually should be with to support. So that's that. Also... Excited to announce, I will be hosting uh, Andrea Allen and Emily Lubin's show, Green Out, which is October 21st at midnight at the Footlight Bar in Ridgewood, Queens, which is owned and operated by Laura Bridget Reagan, who is also a Keith and the Girl universe occupant. So that's all a bunch of good things. Um, and yeah, that's the plugs. So um, moving right along, which is easy to do when there's no one else to interrupt you, I can just say right into my recommendations. Now, my recommendation this week is an interesting film. And really, the less you know about it, the better. I knew some of what it would be about going in, but the person I watched it with, who was Xerxes, and intermittently his uh, wife and daughter, whenever they you know passed through, um, knew nothing about it. It was a total shock, and I think that's the better way to experience this movie. The movie is called Swiss Army Man. Um, I don't want to say much more about it, uh, but it has Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe, and it's the buddy comedy of a year, and maybe some of the gender politics I find a little problematic, but for the most part, it's a very inventive and um, interesting movie, and I highly recommend it. And that's all I can say, because I really don't want to spoil this one for anyone. So let's just move right on into one of my favorite segments, uh, the Song of the Week. And the Song of the Week is where I get to play a little snippet of a song I really enjoyed over the past week for my good buddies Keith, Hemda, and Libby, and for the rest of the world to listening at large. So uh, this week's uh, song is one I'm really excited about. This is one that Rosa, who you might know from me saying Full Frontal Lobe with Dr. Rosa, I have to burp. I feel like I'm out racing the burp and I want to finish the sentence before the burp comes out, but I don't even know what the sentence is anymore. So I guess just... Uh, I'm so sorry you had to hear that. It was not fun for me. It's a little fun for me because now I feel... Uh, like some pressure has been relieved. But yes, Rosa, who is uh, my love, she introduced me to this week's song, which is by a boy named Ben Queller, who is a musician. Um, ben Queller, he's a, he's a young guy. He's from Austin, Texas, and he makes good rocking tunes that all the nice guys and girls and uh, gender fluid folk like to hear. And this week's song comes uh, to us from his first album, called Shasha. This is the song Wasted and Ready. And once again, thank you, Rosa, for playing. 
uh, me this song and getting me to love it and this whole album. And I just realized since Keith isn't here, there's no one to fuck around with and play one of his bullshit songs. So that's pretty interesting, I guess. Um, so let's hear Wasted and Ready by Ben Queller. Wasted and Ready by Ben Queller. Hmm. Well, I had something lined up that was supposed to work, but I guess I moved the mouse. So let me just check on that, do the thing with the song, but don't make it too good of a song because then this song is going to sound real bad. So one second. And um, just ima- I'm, we're not going to put them up, but just imagine those color bars that they put on TV when something fucked up happens. Uh, let's see here. What do we got? I sure hope Keith didn't play one of his songs. Oh, there it is. What a cool shock this would have been. If there was no one in the room and then all of a sudden Keith's music played and you'd be wondering, wow, how did Danny set that up? It's almost as if he did it magically and didn't have to get up in the middle of his show and move the mic, the mouse placement, which he had so... I don't care. I don't care. All right, here we go. Like a credit card. I'll continue to be my worst enemy. It's easy, but it seems so hard. You're new, but you seem so far. Wasted But I'm Ready. Wow, what a fun song. Doesn't that remind everyone of the good old days of Weezer? It sure reminds me of it. And I'm I'm so glad that the song of a week went off without a hitch once again. And finally, let's just kill this thing. Uh, Mercy Killing style. Let's hear the quote. This week's quote comes to us from Chris Hardwick. Last burp, I promise. I don't promise, actually. As soon as I said that, my stomach was like, yeah, wait and see. And I think I'm about to have to... Uh, All right. That was the last burp, I promise. I can... I can make it without burping again. Man, my stomach heard me say that, and it was like, uh-uh-uh. So, uh, all right, the end. Here's the quote from Chris Hardwick. Every year on my birthday, I start a new playlist titled after my current age so I can keep track of my favorite songs of the year as a sort of musical diary, because I am a teenage girl. And that, of course, once again comes to us from Chris Hardwick, who I guess thinks that only teenage girls listen to music and enjoy music. So... That's it, everyone. That's my show. Thank you so much for tuning in. That's the show at Danny.com. Get my album at that's the show at Danny.com slash album. Should have said all this during the plugs. Thank you to Craig and the thumbnail for your nice words about the last episode. I hope you have nice words about this one, but I understand if you don't because it's not ideal. But next week will be. All right. Bye. That's the show of Danny. <laughs>